I'm so happy to be back and being able to speak, you know, to y'all again. I'm happy that y'all are able to listen and hear me. Tell me how y'all are doing. Um, If you're an OG supporter, which honestly just means if you listen to an episode or two before this one. (laughs) Hello, welcome back. Thank you for coming again. If you are new and, you know, you came here off the random, someone recommended this um, podcast to you or you saw me off of another social media platform and, you know, you're new. Hello. Welcome to the Nicole Hills Healing Corner. Healing Corner with Nicole Hills. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for coming. I hope y'all are doing good. If you're not, then I hope that you can find the joyful moments and the happy moments and the grounding, I guess, in whatever you're feeling right now. Yeah, because child, I know I personally am going through it. I know y'all can hear it in my voice. It's like an octave lower. This Pisces season has been getting me together, but in a really, really glorious way. And yeah, I'm happy to be going through it. And I'm happy to be able to, you know, come here and tell y'all my findings and, you know, have y'all learn from that in, you know, any way that y'all can and apply it to your own lives. That's pretty much what this podcast is all about. Um, Yeah, so let's get into who am I? I am Nicole Hills, and that person is a divine healer, a spiritualist who talks about all things healing and guides people on their journeys, especially when it comes to healing the inner child. So if you were guided here, just know that it's for a reason and I welcome you and I'm very happy to assist with the information that I bring on to here um, and overall in my healing community. This podcast itself is one of my many facets of spreading information and exploring healing And it's called The Healing Corner because I want y'all to come here and feel cozy, you know, whenever you're, wherever you're listening and whenever, I want y'all to feel safe enough to open up to these topics, you know, because they are heavy and I just know how important it is to have a welcoming space and also, also a gentle hand when it comes to teaching and talking about these things. So feel free to grab your whites, your comfortable PJs, your bonnet, your fuzzy socks, put on a face mask, bring over your water, your tea, your coffee, if coffee helps you decompress, and you know, maybe even a little wine, child. (laughs) And, you know, come and share space in our respective healing corners. Before we begin the episode, if you would like to donate to this podcast and to me in general as a creator, as a teacher, as a healer, and as a guide, 
You can send donations to my cash app that is at N-I-C-C-C-1. I no longer have Venmo. So, um, yeah, it's only cash app right now. If you would like to make reoccurring donations, there is the listener support link on Anchor, which you can get to by clicking the link in any of my social media bios. I'll also have the link in the show notes. Um, But, you know, it's pretty much by searching anchor.fm slash Nicole Heels, you know, and when you get there, the button should be visible. You can also subscribe to my Patreon. That is patreon.com slash Nicole Heels and set up a monthly subscription for $4.44 a month or higher. You know, (laughs) there's no cap in that. If you want to, you know, send me $444 a month, you're like, you really helping me and I really appreciate you. That is not a problem at all. And I highly appreciate it. Um, And yeah, on my Patreon is where you can get some additional treats and read some of my articles and use the journal prompt that I have on there for subscribers. And lastly, if you would like to non-monetarily donate to the pod and to me in general, be sure to rate the podcast. Leave a comment, you know, if the medium that you're tuning in on allows it. This helps me in a big way to expand my reach by a few simple clicks and swipes on your part. And also following me on my socials, which, you know, Instagram is at Nicole.Heels. Twitter is at Nicole Heels. TikTok is also at Nicole Heels. Leaving a like, a comment, and even a DM about how this podcast helped you. Um, liking my other content that I share on there as well really does help me a lot. And it's all, you know, very greatly appreciated to the inner child in me. <laughs> also, simply sharing this podcast, you know, word of mouth helps in a big way. And it really warms my heart. <laughs> so thank you very much in advance. And now let's get into the episode. So uh, this episode is about what I'm pretty much going through right now. You know, I call it a golden tower moment because usually when we go through a tower moment, um, first of all, like the phrase, like a tower moment, it comes from um, tarot, you know, tarot cards. And it's represented by the card of the tower and once you see the card it's a burning building and it's pretty much crumbling you know and the tower signifies like a really crucial time in our life you know a really big change but also like our reality our perspective changing you know pretty much the world that you knew crumbling around you so that you can step into the new. And I call it a golden tower because I'm coming out of this just cycle of my childhood pain, you know, like all of childhood, like the original wound and then the pain after, you know, all throughout school, um, elementary school, middle school, high school, and all of that. 
And I'm really happy about it because like, you know, I'm 25. (laughs) It's time. I don't want to be going through life anymore. And this is not to say like judgment, because I know a lot of people past 25 are still going through their, you know, inner child and childhood wounds. But I'm sure we can all, like I say all that to say, we can all like atone (laughs) to the fact that this healing shit, this childhood healing shit is annoying. It's so annoying. It's so like painful and it's time to stop. (laughs) And so that's why I call it a golden tower. A lot of the structures around me that my own mind created as a form of protection are falling. And it's really interesting to see. And I felt I had like two other episodes in mind to do, but I felt called to do this episode just about being able to see past your own pain You know, allowing the whole reality that your pain or that you concocted out of your pain to fall and stepping into a completely new reality and being able to like shed skin, you know, and not even skin, shed armor, shed your past shell that actually held you back you know being able to do that really is exciting but it's also like scary especially when that is all that you knew and this is why this is the other half of the episode why healing has to happen over a period of time and cannot happen in just one fell swoop Because if we were to heal everything at once, we would experience psychosis. Like it would send us into a mental breakdown. You know, like, why do you think this is a perfect example? But like, why do you think if you remember the transition um, back in, I'm not even sure if it was the early 2000s. No, no. It was the 2010s. Um, But yeah, the transition from saying like only Merry Christmas to Happy Holidays in order to, um, you know, like not be biased towards like one culture and like one religion and to include other people and how many people just had such a problem with it. And back then I clocked that it was because like, Someone like someone's religion and the way like paired with the way that like we are taught to view our way as the right way. And like we are only kept within our little bubble, you know, of like not even of like just Christianity, but, you know, our little bubble of beliefs You know, our family doesn't really like not even prep us as if it's like bad, but like prep us and tell us and teach us that there are other ways of being. And so when we see it, 
it's a little weird, but like we may not really have a problem with it. But then when people start to like make us not even make, but even suggest that we do something different outside of that core belief, that foundational um, knowing, I guess, it really triggers us. You know, because it's part of our foundation. And so our pain becomes part of our foundation. That's why we can't do it in one fell swoop because, and it has to be over a period of time and over a period of cycles. Because like, if we were just to do it at one fell swoop, we would not know the world anymore. You know, because our pain shapes our perspective and the way we see things we would not know ourselves anymore and we would not know what to do because we would not resonate with all of the things that we resonated with yesterday you know how like disorienting that would be it's like literally being kidnapped and dropped off in a completely different country you know that speaks a completely different language than you And even though this place is good for you, it would still be like very disorienting. You wouldn't know like what, which way is up and which way is down, (laughs) you know, because it's just so different, you know, and humans, we don't really like change. We have to be like coerced through pain (laughs) into change. But um, yeah, that's like a really brief description of the episode. Before I really get into it, get into it, I want to make a quick announcement that I am going on a hiatus. I know, I know, don't cry. <laughs> I've decided that rather than just continuously making an episode a week, you know, I want to do seasons, you know. And my body is telling me right now that this season is up, child. It's ran through. It needs to be wrapped up. And I need to take some time away. You know, I just, just to not have a weekly responsibility right now. You know, and it really makes sense because I'm closing this chapter in my life. All of what I've talked about. And this doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about inner child healing anymore. Of course not. That is my niche, child. That is my niche. (laughs) This just means that I see the correlation and I just need to take some time to myself to process this transition, you know? And so... I think I'll be going from this medium for for about two to three months just so that I can decompress and focus on other things that spirit is calling me to. I'm going to start writing again, Uh, something I've been wanting to do for a while, but have been putting off out of fear. And I'm going to start investing more time into my YouTube channel. So watch out for that. You know, it's Nicole Heels as well. And I just really want to say I appreciate your continuous support on here, you know, 
the fact that y'all tune in every week or so, (laughs) don't drag me, to, you know, come and get some healing. You know, I really appreciate it. And thank you. And also, while I'm gone, feel free to share any and all episodes that resonate with you. And, you know, tell people about it. (laughs) Shout it from the mountaintops. That is really appreciated. I'm going to miss being on here. I do have two more episodes that I have planned, you know, so I will most likely still um, upload those while I'm gone. I just, I have to stop from the weekly responsibility right now. Um, And yeah, so that's what's going on over here. (laughs) And this episode is pretty much some encouragement before I go that is meant to extend some understanding to the healing journey and why it's a journey, why it's tumultuous at times and why it's not linear and it's loop-de-looped and we may keep coming back to the same place over and over and over again and just not know why, you know? You have to heal over a number of years because of how we become highly attached to our pain, you know, to go deeper into that. We rely on it for stories. We make a home out of it. Mm-hmm. It becomes the one thing that we can cling to that stays consistent and true. Because when we were going through our pain in childhood at the hands of our parents, you know, that's a continuous pain. And then we encounter it in our daily lives at school and we encounter shame. And childhood is a really, really challenging, painful and trying time. And I don't think that it's shameful to still have wounds from there that you're recovering from in adulthood. I really just want to extend that to y'all. It's not shameful at all. We went through a really hard time at such a vulnerable age and vibrational state, you know, and with no knowledge of how to protect ourselves in a way that still kept us healthy. And a lot of us were forced to like give up our protective measures because it wasn't like respectable for a child to protect themselves and it wasn't proper so yeah childhood was hard and because of that we did not have like we went over continuous pain that just really made us very anxious and made life unpredictable to us and we needed something to set our feet on and unfortunately the belief well unfortunately it was our pain as well as the belief that life is just painful in the specific way that we have received our pain you know and that's how we make a home out of it because it's the only thing that stays consistent and true 
And, you know, humans don't like change. We need that, especially when the change is painful. And so our pain becomes a truth to us and a truth that we can control, you know, and so we make it our home. We make a foundation out of it and a mindset out of it that shapes our whole reality and our whole world, our whole perspective to so much so that we can only see through that lens only, you know, this is why we quote unquote attract the very things that happen to suit our pain, you know, and I said this in my last episode, but I really just want to reiterate this again. I know on social media, how people talk about attracting pain and they They don't provide great context on it. So I really want to provide the context that when I say we attract our pain or attract things to suit our pain, I'm not placing blame at all on you, your current self or your childhood self. You know, this is a healing corner and this is a welcoming space, but also this is a very well-informed space, might I say. So you're not going to get BS from me. You're not going to get social media discourse from me. You're not going to get nuanced either or. You're going to get and. Let me just say that. Like, you're going to get the slash. You know, you're going to get and slash or. You're going to get all of it. You're not just going to get two highly... Well, two topics that are supposed to be highly nuanced, but not treated as nuanced, you know, not at all. So I mean, we attract in a very objective and energetic standpoint that pretty much speaks to just the fact that, hmm, how do I explain this? Say that you have, I said this in the last episode too, but say that you have a hole in your, um, energy field that is right at the side of your hip because that's there we will attract the things that happen to suit our pain you know the people that suit our pain who either also have that same hole in their energetic field or have another hole like at their shoulder that are you know those holes are just compatible you know I hope you can understand that child but yeah so that's what I mean when I say we will attract the very things that happen to suit our pain not saying it in a judgy way at all just saying it in a objective and realistic way because it's real and it happens and it's honestly nothing to feel shameful about even though social media makes us feel shame for everything but yeah it just happens because energetically and mindfully we are still in that painful place where it exists still where it just happened And we are still trying to control it through the life that we live now. We are still trying to cling to it to keep ourselves sane and grounded in some point to touch ground. 
because it's better to have something to stand on rather than just free falling in the air your whole life, which a lot of us feel, you know, we know how that feels. And so when you think about it, it kind of makes sense that your inner child and, you know, your childhood self chose something to stand on and, 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 you know, make a home out of, even if it was pain. So you don't deserve to feel shame for that. You don't deserve to feel shame for your healing journey in general, you know, like let's dead that. And, um, yeah, we also did not have a stable foundation in our parents. You know, a lot of us in our families, they did not know how to connect with us emotionally in general, let alone be empathetic towards our emotional experience because they did not have that. And they are still in that painful place from their childhood, you know? And so we were made to adhere to them as children because that's what they knew to adhere to the adults in their lives and all the all that happened was they passed the tor- the torch was passed to them and they accepted it and so we were made to adhere to them and what they wanted and blindly follow them and abandon parts of ourselves in order to please them and so we do not have a stable foundation within ourselves either And so the only one that was offered to us was pain. Our pain, other people's pain, you know, which is all that they knew and all that they know, which becomes all that we know, you know? And when we view the world from pain, we act in painful ways and react in painful ways that are painful to ourselves and others. And we may not know this because along with that pain wound and all that comes with it is also a victim mentality. You know, because we are still in that painful place, we still see ourselves as victims. You know, it's still like it's our world. So it can be really hard to take accountability and even just fathom the fact that we can be a villain in someone else's story and that we can be held accountable and responsible for the pain that we have inflicted onto others Because in our mind, it's just like, yo, like, I need nurturing. I need understanding. It's like you're still in that toddler place where we have needs and we expect, like, you know, we should have gotten to be catered to and to have our pain catered to, you know, because when we were children, we were not really held accountable because like we're children. (laughs) Like you don't really look to hold a child accountable because they're just firstly learning the world. And I think, because I'm just coming up with this now, child, we expect it to still be that way as our adult selves, you know? 
And so we have this victim mentality that can't even fathom that we also hurt people, you know, that cannot even fathom that there is a life and a world outside of our pain, past our pain. We also cannot fathom that good things happen to us just because, because it contradicts not only what we've known, but also what we've now made a foundation out of. Woo. And in that sense, you can see why healing cannot be skipped. Because our pain is our belief. It's an anchor that holds us steady in a world that was chaotic for us and that we still deem to be chaotic because we are still in that world from the past. You know, and honestly, understanding that, well, it, it may send you down like a, a loophole, child, in your own journey in which you discover how time is not real. <laughs> like in an energetic sen- um, sense, you can still see how energetically we can still be in a world from our past, in an energetic state from our past, you know? And that keeps us from the present moment where our pain is not not validated, but where our pain is not where like our pain just doesn't have to be you know our pain may not exist and so like in the present moment good things can happen to us and the present moment is now and when we're in a painful place we just cannot fathom that someone will just come out of nowhere and love us and great example because of that number one we get scared (laughs) we think it's a joke And we may reject that person, you know, who may be able to love us correctly and help us transition to a life outside of our pain. Because to circle back, Joe, we just cannot fathom that our pain is not truth anymore or that it's not overall truth because we made a foundation out of it. And so our pain, you can see how why healing cannot be skipped in life, because if you want to move past your pain, this anchor that holds us steady, you know, that came from a traumatic event that we did not know how to process, especially since in inner child healing context, it happened with people that we were close to. And that we were supposed to lean on for protection, but not only that, for literal survival. You know? And so we have to spend years allowing these structures that we have built. The school of pain. The hospital of pain, the church of pain, child, the town of that we've concocted within the town called pain and all these characters. 
And it's exactly, if you're thinking of this already, like before I even say it, you are literally psychic. I just want, it's not a coincidence, you're psychic. It's literally like, I forgot what it was called, but Wanda in that show that Disney Plus released, where it's such a great metaphor because it really shows how like it can just all be an illusion. You know, we got to spend years poking holes into it so that these structures that we concoct just like she did out of her pain from losing vision. She literally concocted a whole town. Obviously in which like vision was still there, which is, you know, kind of a delusion. But we can concoct a whole town that is based off of our pain just like she did. And then, you know, we make these characters up in our head, in our minds that actually consist of real people, but we just concoct a story in our mind that sways them. Obviously, in the way of our, well, it's all going to be in the way of our pain, but sways them either to love us unconditionally because we did not feel that from our painful place in childhood or concoct villains you know that may have just been setting boundaries with us but we register it as oh this person doesn't care about me they never cared about me they're being harsh with me they hate me because of xyz they're not they're holding me accountable and they're not letting me rock as this painful person and this person who has experienced pain and just be how I be and move how I move you know and obviously you know it's easy to see in other people how accountability to them feels like a threat it feels like you trying to play me right now I don't like the way you coming at me right now and I'm talking about like actual healthy boundaries that are set (laughs) You know, not like boundaries of like, that are like incredibly harsh, you know, because a lot of people, they like to hide behind, oh, I'm blunt and I'm harsh. They like to hide that behind, oh, I'm just setting a boundary with you and you should like it. And, you know, you can't have a problem with how I talk to you, you know, like stuff like that. Nuances like that. But yeah, yeah. It's easy to see it in other people. And I think it's beneficial to see it in other people. But we must not shy away from also seeing it within ourselves. And that is something that pain will do to us. But like for us. You know? Because again, how can I be held accountable when I am a victim of life? When I've been hurt so much and I was never able to just be and and, and just to make mistakes with no accountability as children should have. And, And not in sense of like no accountability at all because children have to learn, but like they don't have to learn in a harsh way and they don't have to be held to adult standards because a lot of adults will 
you know, hold children accountable in the same way that they would hold another adult accountable, another adult that is supposed to know better. Meanwhile, the child is literally experiencing this thing the literally first time in their lives. (laughs) But also even like the second and third time, you know, it don't matter. Like you're still... There's a way to handle children and then there's a way to handle adults. And a lot of people don't understand that. And so a lot of us, you know, feel very, we still feel the effects from that time, from not being able to make a mistake. And so when people try to hold us accountable, it feel like we go back to that place. And we listen to the story that starts in our head of, oh, I could just never do anything. Everything I do is a problem somehow, you know? We still see out of that and we can't, like at some point, we cannot see how we have been wrong. You know, like, oh, we make a whole like universe out of our pain. Because, like, y'all already know. But, like, we had to, to protect ourselves. You know? And so, this is why we gotta spend years poking holes into these buildings, into these foundations, and these structures that we've built. So that they can eventually crumble. And so that you do not have to heal in a traumatic way, the same traumatic way that you were traumatized in the first place, child. You know, that we got in this pain in the first place. You know, but also so that you can truly learn along the way. You know, long the tool, learn, long the tools, learn the tools. You know, become a master of your own life. Learn yourself and gradually, gradually concoct a new reality for yourself. You know, and like, first of all, come to the overall reality. Because like, as you see, you will see on your healing journey that we, um... We, when we come out of a certain cycle in our lives, and like we have so many cycles within the healing journey that we go through, but when we come out, we'll see like, yo, I see the world, like not even in a different way, but like I see the world. It feels like you're coming back into being, you're coming back into reality you know and so first of all come back to the overall reality and stop just relying on your pain to be it for you but also so that your soul can learn all that it needs to know in this carnation you know because if we just heal in one fell swoop like we experience pain then what would this all be for like for real Like, I know healing isn't the full point of life. And I don't know, like, the full meaning of life. But I know that healing is a major one. Because 
I got this. This is always stuck in my mind. Um, it's from Juju Bay. She is the um, she's a hoodoo practitioner. She's a medium. She is so much, and she is such a light in this world. <laughs> and in one of her episodes, child, I do not know the title, but definitely, I hope y'all will check out her podcast. Um, if you know, of course. Well, if you're anyone, especially if you're Black American, because hoodoo is Black American. But um, it's called A Little Juju Podcast. And she said that the world, life is a marketplace, you know? And so it's for your soul to grow. It's for your soul to gain these different tools that will ultimately just go for overall soul development and different people have these tools for us and that's why we meet different people you know we have all these experiences and that's why life is about experience because your soul needs to experience in order to grow that's why we meet people that significantly change our lives in the best ways who love us so well who love us unconditionally who we feel truly safe with, you know? And we may meet those people so that they can be an example of how we must treat ourselves. But this is also why we meet people who will trigger us, you know? And this is why we go through pain so that we can understand it and and and, and gain those tools, you know, so think about it like that. You know, the world is a marketplace. Life is a marketplace. And our soul needs these things in order to grow or else we'll just reincarnate and go through these same lessons. And obviously, like, it won't be like you, the person you are in this lifetime reincarnating. <laughs> but like, imagine like how tired your soul is. <laughs> Like, imagine the pain that you're going through right now and the fact that your soul may have to go through that again. Like, don't annoy your soul, child. (laughs) And so healing is the way for your soul to learn and grow and elevate. You know, it's a way for your soul to age and, and not even like under the context of this life because like time... This life relies on time. This world relies on time. But like your soul doesn't. So I would replace age or just say age with the understanding of enlightenment. You know, it's a way for your soul to be enlightened and grow. You know, and learn all it needs to know. I guess so that it can be the best soul that it can be. You know, after that, I don't know the meaning of all of it, but I, I I understand all of that. And so this is why we must not look at healing as if it has an end. Because that then wastes the experience of it. 
and the lessons that we learn and the gratitude and satisfaction that we can feel from healing and getting to know the world better and getting to connect with people better and really seeing just the qualities of life, the qualities of people and that they have to offer and that this earth and this lifetime in general has to offer. You know, like you got to taste something bitter to appreciate the sweetness even more. You know, yin and yang, black and white, all of these, literally the wheel of fortune, like up, what goes up must come down. But also what falls can and has to come back up. You know, balance is all about balance. And so we also get to meet the people that we actually are past our own pain. Because best believe we are not just our pain. We are not just a sad, sullen being. We are not just this victim. We are not just this downtrodden person with a downtrodden life. We are not. And it takes healing to be able to get there to a place where you can truly see that and then truly see yourself and truly let yourself be what you see, you know? And if you want more on this, check out my episode, um, When Your Personality is Built on Pain, because I talk about this more there. And it would really, you know, be beneficial to pair these episodes together, you know, because we do have a personality past our pain, you know, we do have interests and hobbies past our pain. We do have interests and hobbies in general, because I know going through pain will and can make you just not indulgent in life as much. And so, you know, you're not indulgent in hobbies and you pretty much lean on the things that are popular, you know? And so we get to meet who we really are underneath the mask, past the veils of our pain and these stories that keep it alive, that tell us that we are not good enough, that we should always be scared and afraid because our individual lives are unpredictable in a negative way and should not be trusted. You know, the story that tells us we are not worthy of love and connection That we're not able to fit in because of an inherent character flaw. You know, that we should not be who we naturally are and truly are because that person is quote unquote bad. And you need to hide them in order to be good. Stories that we create in childhood to make us feel safe. You know, who you are past your fears, you know, like Hope said, what would you do if you couldn't fail? Apply that. What would you do 
if you were not fearful, what would you do? How would you be? Who would you be? How would you act? How would you dress? How would you do your hair? You know, this is why inner child, like the, even down to the way that we dress can heal our inner child down to the way that we do our hair and we do our makeup and the jewelry that we wear and the jewels that we wear in our hair, the words that we pick, the books that we read, and the fact that we may even read. Going back to your childhood and doing the things that you wanted to do can get you further to who you actually are as well as who you truly want to be. You know, and it's like that, that, you know, like dynamic of nature versus nurture, (laughs) you know, destiny, but also choice, you know, because you get to be who you previously were and get back to that space of who you who you previously were but then you also get to grow you get to amplify those things and you also get to adopt additional things that will amplify who you are who you were slash are (laughs) but also that concocts a well-rounded personality a well-rounded town a well-rounded world a well-built foundation Mm. that is our choice and that is in alignment with who we naturally truly authentically are That's why we have to heal gradually because just like in energy healing in Reiki, if you've ever, you know, like come into contact with that, there is this saying that energy does not die. What must be, what has left must be replaced. And so that's why gradually you may have to remove like one car, you know, from your world that you've concocted, you know, and then that ricochets like a butterfly effect. And then, you know, you delete a character and then you delete that character's house. But as you're deleting these things, you're filling in the space with what should actually be there. And so say that another person's car was deleted from your world and that car was black, but then you replace it with a pink car and a pink car that can either just act as a novelty, you know, just be there to admire or it can be yours. (laughs) You know, you can delete your last driveway that only consists of one car and make it a three car. You know, what, like you have a choice and you have a choice in what gets replaced and how. Ooh, 
And so that's why you need to gradually remove the school and and make it a building that would actually benefit you and your life. You got to remove a couple people, you know, you got to remove these things and then replace it so that our pain is not living here anymore. And we bring ourselves more to the present moment and subsequently or at the same time simultaneously more into alignment Mm. this is why we heal (laughs) because we deserve to know that there is a person and a world underneath all this crap That is waiting to emerge. You know? To know that there is... Or just... This is why we heal for that person underneath all of these structures we've set up to protect ourselves from pain. You know? By making pain both your nemesis and your friend. Our hand to hold and our bed to sleep in. We deserve to know that there is... A whole other world past that. That we've become so comfortable in. (sighs) And so I just want to leave y'all with. Oh my gosh, I really can't believe I'm leaving. (laughs) For like two months. That's crazy. But I really want to leave y'all with. I hope that was able to help you and your journey And good luck on your journeys. Because I know that it can be tumultuous. But I also know that it can just be so glorious. And you deserve to be able to see and feel and perceive the glory even in your own pain. And in this journey, you know, in our own pain. So yeah, thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, y'all will see me in the next one, which will come, you know. Uh, I still like it's still dawning on me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I'm really leaving for a few months. Uh, I'm gonna miss y'all. I'm gonna miss podcasting for real. But if you want to, you know, keep up with me. Well, you're going to want to keep up with me, duh. (laughs) So check out, you know, my YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, especially TikTok, because I'm very active on there. And happy healing. I love y'all. Bye.